episode of the Prop Swap Podcast. We are your hosts, Ian Epstein. And Luke Pergandy. And we are also the founders of PropSwap, the first marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We've got a, another great episode for you. Uh, we will go over the Stanley Cup Finals. We will talk about the Heat's uh, miraculous Game 7 win and advancing to the NBA Finals. Uh, but first, Luke, I thought we had to start with another kind of recap of just talking about the finalists that have reached uh, you know, the, the, the championship level in all six of the major sports just in the last year, uh, really. And, and really it's, it's shorter than a year. So, um, cause it's just every, you know, every time something like this happens, everyone wants to say that it's, that it's, you know, some sort of aberration, but, um, just going to go in order here, starting with the 2022 world series. Uh, we have the Philadelphia Phillies reach the world series. They were 75 to one over the summer in June, 2022. Um, we have the college football championship TCU was 250 to one prior to the season. We have the Philadelphia Eagles reaching the Super Bowl. They were 50 to one. Now I granted, I will say the caveat there is that that was prior to the NFL draft in 2022 when they made the AJ Brown trade, but still, uh, they were, you know, pretty big long shots, uh, entering the season. Then we have San Diego state reaching the uh, March Madness final. They were 125 to one um, in February. Uh, and then now uh, heading into the Stanley Cup final and NBA finals, we have the Florida Panthers. They were 150 to one, uh, went down three to one to the Bruins. And we have the Miami Heat, uh, who uh, I've seen 201 tickets, but um, according to the data, they were as uh, high as 240 to one uh, after losing uh, the first play-in game. And then, of course, they were uh, also huge long shots when there was 1-1 against the Bucks in the in the first round series. So um, obviously, we don't know the results of the Panthers and Heat, but do you want any anything that sticks out to you in, t- in terms of what those first four teams share? How'd they finish up? Um, loss, 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 loss. Um, so, uh, you know, and, I, and we'll get into it, but heat, obviously big underdogs, Panthers, more of a coin flip, but, um, yeah, just any, any thoughts uh, about that? Yeah. I, we've talked about this plenty on this podcast, but just anecdotally, people always tell us, you know, well, I don't really use props up that much cause I don't really dabble in long shots. And in all of those situations you rattled off, I mean, you're talking about like 60 X on your money in some of those situations, whether it's like TCU or of course we get into the heat and the Panthers. Like this is serious, serious money. If you got them at the longest price and then you got to time it properly, you have to sell once they get to the championship and just like stocks or any investment timing is everything. So, um, you, know, you have to have the fortitude to hold on to it till all the way to the championship. And then you also have to have the fortitude and, you know, discipline to sell at the right time. So it, it is not easy. You know, I, I totally concede that this is not a, uh, as simple of a process as sometimes we make it out to be like timing is really, really tough confidence sure. to, to, to make the bet and then holding on to it for 99% of the season, then selling at the right time. Like that takes a lot of chips to fall and a lot of, a lot of correct decision-making, but the opportunities are there, I think is the point. 
Totally. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that is obviously overlooking the fact that, you know, let's take San Diego State, for example. I mean, there was a lot of tough matchups in that tournament that, um, you know, you may have wanted to sell prior to reaching the finals. Uh, But then again, I'll just I'll reiterate something we always talk about, which is the making of multiple bets. Right. So if you know, if instead of making one $100 bet, make four $25 bets. And so that way you can be selling um, you know, throughout uh, the postseason of these of these sports, because I, I agree, I, I'm not so sure I would I would have the the for, the confidence and the fortitude to hold on to a TCU ticket all year long and and you know not not wanting to sell it at, at some point. But again, that's why if you have multiples of these of these bets, it makes it a lot um, easier decision to be just taking profit off the table. You know, every every few games. So um, yeah, and then obviously, if, if we can go back even further we had the celtics last finals we had the Bengals in the last super bowl so i mean it's just um you know it's, it's why we started this company and you know if you take anything away from listening to this podcast it's that like don't feel dumb by be- you know betting long shot futures uh, because it will continue to happen and uh yeah and make multiple bets yeah um, so, uh, without further ado, let's get into the NBA finals recap. Um, Miami, uh, as we all, pre- as we predicted on this podcast, the Boston was going to come back, uh, in the next three games and then Miami was going to win game seven. I think, you know, we, of course, everyone is, you know, knew that was going to happen. Um, but sarcasm there. yeah, yeah, that was, that was sarcasm. Um, Miami to win in seven games was 14 to one before the series, which, um, you know, obviously you're feeling good about that, but you know, that, that, that took, uh, you did not, you know, that, that took some, uh, some luck to, to close it on that. But, um, we had this parlay in our system. Uh, it did not sell. Um, but I thought it was interesting. I posted it prior to, uh, posted this on Monday afternoon prior to, uh, game seven of the NBA game and game six of the, of the night stars game, Argentina to win the world cup. Georgia to win the CFB championship, Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, which by by the way, how many parlays have we seen with with those three legs uh, in it? I, I had no idea Argentina was gonna be like this big of a of a thing and uh you know still you know half a year later. Yeah, that that's relative you you know soccer much more than I do, but that seems like the outlier of those three. Like Georgia is a a, a wagon over the past four years and um, Kansas City is Kansas City. Andy Reid's a genius. We obviously don't know everything Mahomes has done. So those those two are relatively obvious. But yeah, the Argentina leg is it's a curveball. Yeah. Uh, and then the last two legs were Golden Knights to win the Stanley Cup and Celtics to win the NBA Finals. $20 bet to win over $63,000. Um, and, you know, you have to take into account the fact that uh, the Celtics obviously were huge favorites to win game seven. And then in the, you know, the, the NBA finals odds basically um, projected that they were going to win or had a very high chance of winning. Um, I could have seen the Celtics, you know, if they, if they won and covered, let's say the spread, um, I could see the Celtics have being favorites favorites over, over the nuggets. Um, I, I, I think that's the only thing if they win in five or six, I, I have no doubt that the Celtics are favored over the nuggets. The Celtics are favored the whole season. So I, I'm saying, I'm saying if Celtics won game seven, they would have, they would have been oh, favorites ju- okay. over, over just, the nuggets. just yeah. finishing in seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I ran a, tw- I ran a Twitter poll 
um, ask, you know, uh, asking, would you, if you own this ticket, would you sell for $12,600? That was the market value based on the current odds of the Celtics and the Knights. And 69% of the respondents said they would sell, which I was very pleasantly surprised by, um, uh, because the Celtics were minus 300 favorites, but yet, you know, almost 70% of the people who responded to this poll saying they would take the $12,600. I was very pleasantly surprised by that because most people, as we've, as we've determined now, granted, it's a lot easier to answer the poll one way than, than be the person with the, with the yeah. ticket. Um, but you know, most people would say, Oh, just wait until Celtics win game seven and then sell. Right. Like that, that's what we get, you know, or at least, you know, be closer to 50, 50. So uh, I was presently uh, pleasantly surprised by that, by that uh, Twitter response. Yeah, that's interesting. I think the reason for that is why that percentage is higher than our average, you know, Twitter polls, which is usually 50 50 Instagram or Twitter, whichever you follow us on. I would follow us on. I encourage you to do both. Shameless plug. Um, you know, I think it's because they just showed their their colors in the heat series where like the heat were just so dominant over the first three games that like. You're like, well, shoot, this this may happen again in Denver. And Denver is obviously a better team than Miami. Like, you know, it, doubt creeps in when you see that versus if the Celtics were just steamrolling through the East. Like, there's not much doubt there. But because they've been watching this series so far, that's probably why that that percentage is a little bit higher than typical sales. Yeah, I mean, pe people were asking me like what I thought, you know, what I thought was going to happen in Game Seven, and I kept saying you know, the the heat are more live than they're being given credit for right now. Um, you know, they've proven they can win in Boston. Uh, and my, my bet, uh, that I would tell anyone who would listen is bet the unders. I bet every quarter under the first half under the full game under, I think I went five or six on those, on those bets. Um, and so a, a lower scoring game was going to benefit Miami. So I thought they were live. I thought, you know, them covering spread was a good bet. I did not think they were going to blow out Boston. Um, but seeing that kind of also made me think like, yeah, uh, you know, cause people, sometimes people are right. Uh, and it, and it definitely even gave me even more kind of gave me even more credence to the fact that Miami's probably alive and they, they are, uh, not as big of an underdog as, as this money line and, and spread are, are, are mm -hmm. indicating. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, as I mentioned, uh, this person did not sell this ticket. Um, I'm hoping that he put some sort of hedge bet on the heat. Um, but, uh, but yeah, $12,600, uh, could have been sold for, but uh, ended up going uh, in <clears throat> in the garbage. Uh, and again, did you lose twenty dollars, or did you, or did you lose uh, twelve thousand dollars? You know, that's uh, up for interpretation. Twelve thousand would be a lovely addition to the summer bankroll. So yeah. <laughs> anyone who's I don't care how much money you make, like twelve thousand bucks coming into the warm travel months, I think would be a very nice boost. Yeah. And again, we you know we don't know if he made some sort of you know hedge bets on the Heat series or you know um, on on Game Seven. Um, sticking, uh, onto Twitter, uh, I was reminded of, and we talked about this sale on the podcast, uh, about a month and a half ago, um, our friend who goes by, uh, Mr. ACL on Twitter, he, and we love these stories. He gave out a parlay as a Christmas gift to a friend. And it was once again, uh, chief Super Bowl, Georgia college football championship and Celtics, um, and Celtics uh, finals. Uh, it was a hundred dollar bet to collect a little over four thousand dollars. He gave it to his friend as a Christmas gift, and the friend sold it on PropSwap for a thousand dollars. And uh, 
Mr. ACL uh, kind of brought it back up on Tuesday and said, uh, talk to his friend today. They are beyond thrilled that they sold the ticket and made $1,000 from it, especially now since the Celtics lost. Thanks again, Prop Swap. So oh, uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So um, Christmas gift in December and then another Christmas gift in April, getting that getting that $1,000. So uh, kudos to, to both of them. And um, definitely um, an idea for those people out there. Again, maybe... R- tying in the first story about long shot teams and now tying in this story about Christmas gifts, maybe something to, uh, to think about next December, uh, when you're looking at the, you know, March madness and, um, and, uh, you know, other sports, uh, odds boards next, uh, next December. Yeah, no, I mean, we, this goes back to the, our infamous Texas tech, um, situation where we, um, sold a, a ticket for, you know, we had the ticket that would have paid $300,000 if Texas Tech had won the College Basketball National Championship. And the, the gambler who was the owner of that ticket told Darren Ravel, and I believe ESPN. Yeah, I think it was that, Ben Fox. Yeah, Ben Fox of ESPN, who's um, then went to Visa and has since left. But um, the, the this gambler, the owner of that bet, told the story of he would give these, these parlays out or these futures bets out to all of his friends for the holidays. And it's, it's, I haven't done it yet. So clearly um, this upcoming you know, Christmas, I will be doing that to my friends. It's, a, it's an awesome idea. Well, no, I think I think the line was he would give it as a wedding gift oh, to his friends, right. and then he That's was right. like, "I love observing to see how like the couple uh, uh, debates it." I'm like, "That's you know, it's kind of like a it's a mind know, game, you mind yeah, kind of a sick twisted experiment yeah. a little bit, <laughs> you yeah. know, to be yeah. like throwing a you know. bone to the wolves and just <laughs> yeah. let them fight over it." Um, yeah, no, no that, that, good point. It, it was it was wedding gifts, and that that layers in another you know, process of man and husband or sorry, man and wife, you know, or more man and man uh, arguing over those things and just seeing what the risk profiles are for each part of the, of the wedding. But yeah, you're right. It was a wedding gift, not holidays, but that's super cool. The Mr. ACL is doing this for the holidays as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, turning towards the finals uh, nuggets are a massive favorite uh, against the heat. Um, the best odds I've seen right now, you know, on nuggets are nuggets minus 400 heat plus 310. Um, but I mean, FanDuel I saw, I think today is like up to minus 460, but heat plus 350. So, um, honestly, one of the rare occasions where you can actually get a pretty different series price, uh, depending on, on which book you look at. Um, so obviously not, not, you know, not great for prop swap when, when, uh, the finals are, are this big of a, of a difference in the odds. Uh, but again, that's just prior, you know, prior to the series, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, a ton of big long shot tickets, uh, on the heat are, are in our system right now. Uh, and it will be interesting to see if, if they decide to sell before game one or, or kind of roll the dice and hope that Miami steals a game in, in Denver. Uh, here's just one example. We have a $20, 200 to one ticket that's currently sitting on the sidelines. Uh, that ticket would sell for nine eighty right now. Uh, has a collect amount of four thousand dollars, um, and you know, again, it's like you know, not twenty dollars and nine eighty is a lot, but I could I could easily see you know this is just one example, but like there's a ton of these examples where it's like huge multiple on your bet amount, but if you get to the finals, you're hoping it's you know you know you're you're selling to closer to fifty percent, not twenty five percent, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, you know, look, I, I do have my, I now have my doubts knowing that this is the matchup of how many tickets we're going to sell because we, we want parity and this is the exact opposite of parity going into an NBA finals. But, um, 
you know, maybe on the on the Nuggets side when you're selling for such a large percentage of the collect amount, collect amount versus you know other finals that we've had, like maybe that will entice more people to to get those posted. Yeah, I was I was torn in terms of like you know again back to the prop swap uh, you know rules of of rooting. Like I was torn because on one hand I was like I know that there are a lot more long shot tickets that you know people are going to be interested in and and you know kind of create some some engagement around with the heat but if the Celtics had won you know that was going to I think put you know uh take a lot more nuggets tickets off the sideline and list it for sale right because yeah. you've got nuggets right. you're like eh, I don't know I'm a little worried you know now that's not going to happen unless something crazy happens in this in this series and then same with the Celtics anyone with the Celtics ticket you're like Oh my God, I can't believe I'm still alive on this. Please let me cash out because I, I have no confidence in this team. And so it would create a lot more doubt. Um, and so, um, yeah, I think the result we got is just that, yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of cool long shot tickets, but who knows if, if the owners are going to even want to sell because they're, you know, they're, they're going to be wanting more or hoping for a, a win. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, we see the pros selling when their team looks good. And the squares selling when they're hesitant, right? When they can kind of see blood in the water, that's when they're typically selling, which of course you're going to get less money if you're selling when there's blood in the water versus a pro when he's selling when his team's up. Um, so we'll see, you know, kind of the the ratio of pros versus squares and which team they have. Hopefully uh, some of the pros have nuggets and they can lock in a huge profit. Yeah. You know, and... Uh... I'm sure Nuggets betters are looking at that, you know, Celtics, Celtics losing and thinking, man, I should probably sell this ticket right now, huh? Uh, that was also uh, that was also some sarcasm. Um, but you know, Celtics were a bigger series favorite than the Nuggets currently are. The Celtics were like minus eight hundred to win that series mm -hmm. prior to the mm -hmm. series, right? And and obviously they lost. Um, and so again, if you're if you're a, a Nuggets better, it's like you know, why not just I don't know, take you know, take some money off the table right now and. Um, because uh, you never know. I mean, literally one injury to Jokic and this thing, you know, gets real interesting. Um, but we'll, I'm sure we'll cover more uh, of the finals next week. Uh, we will have two games in the books at that point. Just, uh, but then lastly, just an example of, you know, if you have a Nuggets bet that collects a thousand, you'd be able to sell that for 800, right? Mm -hmm. Like 800 yeah. to profit 200. And like that is that is so few dollars you're leaving on the table. Like the whole, the entire bet collects a thousand. So like let's say you'd made a hundred dollar bet at nine to one odds, you'd be able to sell that for seven times what you made for it. Like that is a great ROI. So I hope people understand how pricing works. And you know, with cash out, I think that's further educating the process of selling your bet, which is great for profsop, but of course you know, we know that the cash out price is always vastly, vastly below what it would sell for on PropSwap, sometimes 80% below what it would sell for on PropSwap. So, um, you know, hopefully some people realize that with the Nuggets being such a massive favorite, the sale price as such will be really high. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, yeah, we, we're going to... I wish sports books would show what odds the cash out offer equals. They will never do that because that's just too much transparency. But there was some massive parlay I don't have in front of me that um, with all, all it needs, all it needs is the Nuggets win the 
to win the uh, mm-hmm. the finals, and the cash out offer was like thirty four thousand dollars, and everyone's like, "Take the money, take the money," which is great. But if you do the math on it, FanDuel was offering like odds of plus one thirty four on wow. the ticket when Nuggets were like minus two hundred at the time, right? And wow. it's like, but no one, you know, it's like the ticket was sold for like fifty thousand uh, dollars versus the thirty four thousand dollars on on PropSwap. Um, so I, yeah, I just wish I wish. Um, people kind of knew the math or sports books kind of showed the, the, the odds, because I think people would, it would hit a lot closer to home in terms of what, what actual offer they're, they're getting. Um, but let's uh, quickly, let's move on to NHL playoffs. Um, get another matchup of an eight seed in the West versus the number one seed. Oh, sorry. The eighth seed eight. in the East versus mm-hmm. the number one seed in the West Florida Panthers versus the Vegas golden Knights. This matchup fortunately is a lot closer. Uh, golden Knights minus minus one thirty versus Panthers plus one ten. Um, and, uh, yeah, we have, uh, so we'll, we'll get into the matchup in a second, but um, if you're unfamiliar, the NHL, uh, basically it's it's their version of the of the finals MVP that the NBA gives out. It's called the Conn Smythe Trophy. Um, is, is it technically for the whole playoffs or is it just for the, the last series? Because... Yeah, I believe it's... I was reading an article earlier. The, I'll I'll say it this way: Five times in like fifty years has the Stanley Cup loser, a, a player on the Stanley Cup losing team, won. So like yeah. that would lead me to believe that it's actually the whole playoffs. Um, I I I believe it is as well. Uh, it's yeah, I believe it's for, it's for the whole playoffs, not not just for the finals. But again, yeah. But yeah to your point, and and I was going to mention that in a second about how just you know rare it is for the a player on, on the losing team to win it. But we have a sick Sergei Bobrovsky um, to win the Consmith Trophy ticket up for sale. Um, uh, Bobrovsky is the goalie for, for the Panthers, who has played fantastically uh, mm-hmm. over, especially, you know, last series, but just the whole playoffs. Um, before the playoffs started, this PropSwap customer bet $10 on, on the Panthers goalie at 300 to one odds uh, to, to win the trophy. The ticket collects $3,000. And Bobrovsky is the current favorite right now at plus 200. Uh, so it has a market value of $1,000. Um, in the past nine Stanley Cups, only one goalie has won it. Uh, and no player on the losing team has won it since 2003. Uh, and so, you know, it gets currently up for sale at a price that's way too high. Um, don't even want to mention it, but it, it is up for sale. Uh, the, and, and obviously all tickets open for bidding. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm, you know, for, perhaps he, he's pricing it as if the Panthers are going to win game one or something. Um, but, uh, it is, it is open for bidding. Um, but, uh, but yeah, if I don't want to step on, you know, your stake or swap, but, uh, you know, would you, if you own this ticket, would you, again, would you hope that, Panthers steal a game in Vegas of the first two games or, or try and get rid of this um, before game one. Yeah. Like you mentioned, I'll, I'll have a lot more insight on this series during stake or swap. Um, but I would sell it, man. Like if you're, you got anything at 300 to one odds, like you don't know how the series is going to go. I think Vegas is overall the better team. So like you could, if you leave Vegas down two Oh, like you got a big problem. So um yeah, I would uh, uh, mostly because this ticket was made at a really high odds, three hundred to one. But also because I think that Las Vegas is a better hockey team than Fort Lauderdale Panthers. 
Yeah. Um, again, I, I, I would agree. I mean, $10 bet, man. I mean, $10, 300 to one. It's just think, just think about the, you know, just, so if you sold for a thousand dollars, that that's, that's hitting a hundred to one shot. So, yeah. uh, you know, Panthers were not a hundred to one to win the East prior to the playoffs. So just right. think about the fact that you got, you know, just think of it in terms of you got a Panthers hundred to one ticket to win the East and, and you're cashing out and you're cashing that out right now. So Great. that's a good point. Yeah. Um, and then sticking on uh, on some hockey, uh, there was a crazy parlay posted uh, by Darren Rovell on Twitter um, from someone who's uh, who's uh, a props off customer. Uh, he's used just a bunch in the past, and he's always great for some uh, for some sick uh, parlays. Um, <clears throat> this parlay is only a three legger. Um, it is Argentina to Argentina to win World Cup. Shocker. Uh, the Nuggets <laughs> to win the West. So uh, that's a winner. And then the third and final leg, Golden Knights to win the Stanley Cup. He bet $100 to win over $74,000. Uh, that currently has a market value of $42,000. Um, and I did think it was interesting. So two things. One, he uh, the customer replied to, to Darren and saying, uh, you know, thank you. And I doubled down as well. And he posted a ticket of a posted a photo of another ticket where he bet five thousand dollars on on Nuggets to beat the 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 Lakers in that series and then Knights to win the Stanley Cup. So he, another five thousand dollar bet to win um well to collect forty two thousand dollars. So um he's got a bunch of action riding on on the Golden Knights and then he then had another reply where he says, uh, and to those saying hedge, I will not be doing that. Um, so he says that online. We'll see if uh, he decides to uh, to uh, make use of the of the props on marketplace. But um, yeah, um, what that's that's you know what one hundred and twenty uh, almost like one hundred twenty five grand riding on on the the Golden Knights to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I mean we know this kid well. Um, I definitely have my doubts in him selling this because he is a absolute diehard Golden Knights fan. So I, you know, we ran into this, of course, with the infamous Vegas Golden Knights inaugural team That's... when, you know, they got to the Stanley Cup and won game one and then lost four in a row to the Washington Capitals. Um, we heard the answer all the time. Like, if I sell this ticket, I'm going to impact the Vegas Golden Knights success on the ice and I could totally see him just being as opposed to if this was like a you know random example Indianapolis Colts ticket I think he would sell this for sure but because he's such a diehard Knights fan like I'm sure the answer is going to be well I I'm not going to sell it because if I do then that's you know I'm going to jinx the Knights I'm going to jinx Aiden Hill which of course is laughable well I yeah I, I just got PTSD from you uh uh bring that up that that playoff run it in my memory, it wasn't so much that, that what you're referring to, I think, was the the Blues better. But in Scott my memory, Barry said the, that as well. Yeah, with the Golden Knights, it was more so the um, yeah, Blues team of destiny. And this ticket, because it's their inaugural season, is gonna be some sort of collectible. Like when it's all said and done, right? They're gonna win it. It's it's you know it's it's been foretold, right? Like it's like it's in the script. And when they win it. I want to have this ticket so I can like frame it and like tell my grandchildren that like, I, you know, I made a bet on, on the nights and the one in their first season. 
obviously that didn't happen. And I'm, I'm getting flashbacks to all of these ridiculous, you know, us trying to like reason with these people and having these ridiculous conversations. Totally. No, that that's fair. Um, and we've, we've heard the collectibles argument many, many, many times over the years. And, um, you know, I think, uh, having a photo of it, regardless if you've sold it, will be a good story. <laughs> um, and I don't think that your grandchildren will, instead of you cashing for 30000 on a winner, that you cash for 13000 on a loser. I think both of those stories <laughs> would be well received. But, um, you know, and, and again, this just for the millionth time goes back to having multiple tickets. Like, do I think they're crazy people? No, I don't think they're crazy people. Like I understand where they're going with that argument, but, um, you know, as we discussed with the, uh, the monster warriors bet a few weeks ago, like not selling that thing for 40,000 was just criminal off of a $200 bet. So, um, you know, it's, it just, it just goes back to please make multiple tickets so you can give yourself some options. Yeah. And then I'll just add one last thing, you know, logistically, if you have a paper ticket and it wins, you need to give the ticket to the casino to get the money and they don't give right. it back to you. They need that ticket for accounting purposes. And so this idea of I'm, I made a, I have a paper ticket, but I want to hold on to it. If it wins, it's, it's one or the other, either, either you don't cash yeah. it or, or, you know, you don't get the ticket. It's you, you, you like, they don't give the ticket back to you. Yeah, uh, it would, to hold on. It would obviously just be a photo, but of course I agree with you that you need to redeem the, the ticket. Right. So exactly. So it's like, you know, tell your grand, lie to your grandchildren and say that, you know, make a photocopy and say that you, that you didn't sell it. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, more, more to come on that. Uh, but without further ado, it is time to get into steak or swap. First up, Going to go back to the NBA Finals. Uh, as mentioned previously, Nuggets, huge favorite to win the series, but uh, sportsbooks do offer correct series scores. Uh, and so we'll be talking about Nuggets to win in five games, uh, plus 265 at DraftKings. Uh, I will go first. I am staking Nuggets in five games. Um just off of value, uh, Nuggets in five games is plus 200 at FanDuel, plus 225 at MGM. So uh, getting plus 265, I think, is, is great value compared to that. Let's. I think people are still underestimating the Nuggets and their dominance. They lost one game to the Timberwolves, and that was an overtime on the road. They lost two games to the Suns, uh, both on the road. And in those games, uh, Devin Booker and KD put up a combined 86 and 72 points in those two games. Point being is that, like, two of the best scorers in the league had two great games, and that's what it took to, to win those games. You know, unless Caleb Martin starts playing like Kevin Durant uh, in this series, like he almost did, you know, like he was kind of doing in game seven. I don't see I don't see Miami having a duo that puts up those kind of numbers. Uh, and then they swept the Lakers, who, again, I think were a really good team. And in terms of, like, who can defend Jokic the best, I don't think there is someone better than a healthy Anthony Davis in terms of who can defend Jokic the best. And guess what? He was putting up triple-doubles left and right. Um, so, I, you know, again, I think, uh, you know, if the Nuggets lose, I, I just don't see the Nuggets losing two games in the series. Um, but let's say it's 3-1 Nuggets. 
game five in Denver. They'll probably be a massive favorite, just like the other game one, which they're minus 390 to win game one. At that point, you know, if you have cold feet, you'll be able to sell for 80% of the collect amount. You know, if it's three, one nuggets uh, going into game five in Denver. Um, and, you know, also just add a caveat, if you want a potential hedge, um, nuggets in six games is plus 460 right now at FanDuel. So uh, obviously you can't win both, but um, you could bet, you know, let's say like one unit on on the nuggets in five games and then like a quarter of a unit on nuggets in six games. Um, but I am staking nuggets in five games at plus 265. I'll stake that as well. I, I think that was great logic. Um, minus 400 on it. You know, you got minus 400 right now, which is nuggets to win the series versus plus 265 on them to win in five. Like I agree with that. That's way better value than playing minus 400. I think this, I, I thought the Lakers are going to win the NBA finals and the nuggets absolutely destroyed them. So I, I have to lean nuggets if my thesis was the Lakers. Um, so I, and I think just watching that whole series and watching the nuggets, the entire NBA playoffs and most of the season, like this team's been good and people just have kind of been sleeping on them because Steph gets a lot of love, of course, in in NorCal and, and LeBron and SoCal. So, and, and, and KD and Phoenix, you know, like these, these massive cities, that have stars got all the the the, t- the media coverage so de- they were just an unknown team coming in an uncovered team so i agree man i i think if i can get you know more than two and a half my money on on a prop that says they win in five do it yeah and just one one other thing i mean you said you know nuggets destroyed them i mean the games were close right i mean you know uh i was at game one and obviously nuggets were up by a bunch but then yeah, lakers yeah. came back uh game two was a five point game Game three was a was a you know eleven point game, and then game four was a was a two point game. I mean, like, these things kind of they all kind of came down a little bit to the wire. So again, I guess my point there is that like everyone's kind of saying, oh, like Lakers were frauds, but I actually think Lakers were good, and the no. Nuggets were just that much better. Um, I agree. Yeah. And then to to your point about like just again Nuggets not getting the respect, I was listening to an interview with uh, Jeff Van Gundy, and he said that so Jeff and Gundy who you know always does the big game for you know ESPN ABC multiple games a week he said he did not call a Nuggets game until the Western Conference Finals meaning and, and he's he's like he's like I don't know how many games ESPN did you know with the Nuggets but I you know the the the, the number one color commentator for you know NBN ESPN did not call a single Nuggets game until the Western Conference Finals which again I think just leads me to believe that like the general public still is not quite appreciative of how good the Nuggets team is. Um, so yeah, that's just another little note there. Agreed. Uh, and then switching back to hockey, uh, as we talked about earlier, um, Conn Smythe trophy, uh, is, uh, you know, basically the, the playoffs MVP. Um, we will be talking about the Knights captain, Mark Stone, Currently twenty to one at FanDuel to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. Uh, Luke, we'll start with you first. Are you staking or swapping Mark Stone twenty to one? Yeah, so um, I'm going to stake Mark Stone twenty to one at FanDuel to win the Conn Smythe. Uh, like you said, we, we did look it up at the break. It is the best player of the playoffs. So to be fair, he has had a decent um, playoff so far. Um, and I think that's probably why FanDuel is putting him at 20 to one is that like they're banking on his history of the past three rounds. And like, even if he has a blow up 
um, final Stanley Cup that like they'll maybe give it a merch or so if the Golden Knights win. But I I just, you know, again, we mentioned this earlier, five times in the history of the Smythe as a losing uh, a team and the losing team won. So that kind of tells me like it really is mostly about the Stanley Cup final and not really about the prior three rounds. Um, he's the captain of the Vegas Golden Knights. Kachuk and Bob, Sergei Bobrovsky are the current favorites, but Vegas is minus 130 to win the Stanley Cup. So right there, that seems fishy to me. Um, game one is Saturday night in Vegas. Ian, you're actually going, so super jealous of that. Um, place is going to be nuts, obviously. If you haven't watched a Vegas hockey game, start now. <laughs> start Saturday night. It's a production. It's like a blue man group meets you know a little bit of Cirque du Soleil plus a hockey game. It's It's really fun. Um, but he's the most talented player. Mark Stone is the most talented player on the Vegas Golden Knights. It's not even close. Um, Marcia so has had the most points because he's been on the team for longer. That makes sense. But it's not even not even a debate on who is the best offensive player. And he actually is an amazing two-way forward as well. So, um, yeah, for all those reasons, I, I think he wins the Smythe, And certainly for the value when he's at 20-1 to at FanDuel, but only 9-1 to at DraftKings. Yeah. Um... I, I'm going to stake Mark Stone as well at, at twenty to one. Um, to your point earlier, you know, I think the say it's for the playoffs, but I mean, r- you know, we talk about this all the time for player awards. Recency bias is is right. is just is prevalent, right? It, it, they're just going to be voting on because you know it's the biggest stage, so they're going to just yeah. be voting on who stepped up on the biggest stage uh, and you know got their team the 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 win. Um, Stone had a great. Uh, run of games to start the playoffs, uh, starting with game two of, or sorry, uh, starting with game. Yeah, the, the Winnipeg series. Yeah, with the Winnipeg series. I mean, he had a, in one, two, three, four, five, six games, he had, he had 11 points in six games um, with the Winnipeg series and then beginning with the Edmonton series. And he's he has not played well ever since that dirty hit by Jamie Benn. Um, I don't know if that rattled him a little bit. Uh, I mean, usually that kind of like, you know, maybe that hurt him, but you know, I mean, yeah. usually kind of maybe you know gets him going even more. But uh, ever since that hit, he has not played that well. Um, I'm hoping a break, a series reset. Um, he will go back to that to that uh, Jets. Uh, you know, the player we saw in the, in the Jets series. Um, and you know, to your other point about like why the odds have Bobrovsky and and Kachuk as the favorites, but yeah, the Knights are the series favorites. I think that's because the Knights are just a deeper team. Right. And so like yeah. there's more potential people, you know, if, if the Panthers win the Stanley cup, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and guarantee one of those two guys are going to yeah. get, are going to, are going to get this, the trophy. But for the Knights, it could be like, it could be Aiden Hale. It could be stone. It could be Marsha. So it could be Riley Smith, like Shea Theodore. Like there's a bunch of different people that, that, uh, that could win it. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, he's the captain. He's the emotional leader of the team. And when he's playing at his best, he, you know, you know when he's on the ice, basically, right? And so I think he's going to pop out on 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 people's televisions. And um, I think a 20 to 1, it's it's a really good value um, when the Knights are are technically the favorite to win the series. So uh, I will stake Mark Stone as well. And uh, as you mentioned, I will be in the building for game one Saturday night. I mean... Need I say more Vegas Saturday night Stanley Cup final? Yeah. It's the place is going to be absolutely rocking, and uh, I couldn't be more excited about it. So, um, I'm sure uh, next episode we'll uh, we'll I'll, I'll give a recap of, uh, of what the experience was like, and uh, yeah, and uh, we'll have some uh, some finals games in the books to talk about. 
Um, so thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating, and we will talk to you next week. 